This is a download from MFR. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show we'll look back at the 0-0 draw with Hibernian at the weekend and also uh, choose our centre-half partnership for our Ross County Dream Team alongside me in Inverness as Ross County supporter John Maxwell. Uh, John. Good evening. Good to have you with me. Um, no Scott today, he's, he's, un- he's ill again, so best wishes to Scott. Uh, sore throat again. I'm not too sure if that was from yawning at the weekend. Could have been. I know he was at Easter Road. He was. Um, it wasn't uh, a great afternoon. Uh, we'll mull over that one first of all. Um, I'm always of the opinion that uh, a nil-nil doesn't necessarily mean the game is rubbish. I've been to a few kind of real cracking uh, nil-nil ties where both teams have a go at each other. Saturday was not one of them. It was... Um, very, very slow and um, not very nice to watch. Both teams tried to have a go, tried to open each other up. I think Ross County um, certainly were the, the team who, if I was going to say, were, would open the scoring first, it would be County. They looked pretty more, a bit more dangerous going forward. It was a driving force of, of Britain, Quinn, Kettlewell uh, and Graham Carey uh, doing that. Ivan Sprawl was in there but didn't have a, a great game against his former club. Hibs, not so much for me. Um, they had a, they hit the post from what, 18 yards out. County hit the post as well, but it was just a a really torrid afternoon uh, for for a neutral spectator. But I think on uh, looking at it overall, I think Derek will be happy with a point. Of course, he'll be happy with a point. It's two clean sheets in a row in the league as well. Um, four points from six. You, you've got to discard what, what's happened previously now. You can't change that. He's got to build from on what he's got now. And he does have two successive clean sheets in the league, four points from six, and two games at home that he think that he might be able to get another four points from, or maybe six. I think we said, didn't we, a few weeks ago, that when uh, Derek and Ross County do get a clean sheet, I think he'll stick with that back four, and he yeah. has he, he has stuck with it all week, all all last week. That includes the the defeat to Stranraer as well, um, which saw Scott Boyd remain on the bench as well, which I thought was a a real surprise for me because I thought as soon as Boyd and Monroe at the first opportunity get to form a partnership, it will be formed. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, McLean stuck uh, in in uh, in the middle of defence with Monroe, Kovacevic, as I said, went close hitting the post as well, and Gordon looked good as well. Brown, I think, had a, I would say a good game. He had a quiet game, but still, that Derek starting to to form, you know, a, a base now for his side this season to build on. I think, I think that's exactly what he needs. And um, following on from the farce at the beginning of the season, um, he Derek's doing absolutely the right thing to 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 build a base. And it's just like the beginning of last season, almost where he was grinding out. He was making making sure the team grinds out results first and foremost, and then that gives something for him to build on. And he's already got the rest of the squad there to kind of bleed in, um, slowly and to 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 bring a little bit more flair in. But but the the priority just now is to not concede a hatful of goals or any goals at all, and see what comes at the other end of the pitch. Yep, nil nil at the weekend against Hibs. Uh, going forward, 
Uh, Darren Matson, he come on. Melvin Deleuve uh, come off the bench as well. G- uh, gave something different. I like the look of Melvin Deleuve. That's the first time of the season I've, I've seen him. Uh, Graham Kerry for me, I think he was, if I was to pick it, a, a man of the match uh, for Ross County. Definitely up there. Uh, you've seen him, of course, in the whole performances yet. And yeah. he, he looks the part. And he could be um, a big player for Ross County this season. Yeah, Graham Carey, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of him. He's got a great left foot. Is he, he taking over the, the man crush? No, not yet. No, oh, yeah, not okay, yet, all right, no. okay. That's still, Andre's still in my heart. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, we miss I, you, Andre. I, I refuse to move on. <laughs> um, like a love-struck teenager. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Graham's versatile. He mm. can he can play at left-back. He played at left-back uh, for St Mirren last season, in the second half of the season. Um uh, Ivan Sproul really, really caused him a, a real tough game at the beginning of January but he did go on to a game I don't see Derek Adams using him as a left back really I think Mike Chich would be the deputy left back but um, between the the, the the sort of the, the left hand side of the centre of a midfield five or on the left flank I think Carey um, deserves his position whether it's going to be one way or another and it's good that he is versatile because it, it means that, that, that Derek Adams can be tactically flexible, even with just the same 11 players on the pitch. Yeah, I did like the look of, of Kerry. Um, and I, Going forward, though, I think it's just a matter of time before things start to click. I mean, Kevin Lacassin, we did speak about him last week. You know, he, he did everything but score against St Mirren. Again, there was a few kind of half chances fell his way at Hibs, but but wasn't in the right position or, or what have you. Uh, for one way or another, um, he was, you know, pretty unselfish. He did set up Rocco Quinn for a kind of half chance in the first half. I think it's just a matter of time before they click, but you know, between the, the striker uh, and the midfield as well. That so, if you're looking Derek Adams at the moment, he's quite pleased. He's got his his back five. He's got the base of the midfield from last season. It just needs things to happen in that kind of final third. Yeah, it certainly does, and um, it was the same last season all the way through to January. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ivan Sprell happened to be the, the the missing piece in the puzzle, really. Um, I, I I think if we can, if Ross County can get a, a few more goals from the flanks, then that that will subsidise the the deficit up front at the moment. I think Lucas will turn good. I'm sure the the, the management in Dingwall think he'll turn good. He, he wasn't given a three year deal for nothing. He's only twenty years old, I think, or nineteen even. I think he might have just turned twenty. Um, and he looks good. I think he's an improvement over what Ross County have had up front until Wolfarth came in. Um, so. I, I think they just need to stick with him. I think I think he'll turn out very good. I think he could also be like a secret weapon. You oh, know, yeah. he could he could he could go under the radar for maybe the first couple of months of the season and then take managers, take teams by surprise. I think he could do that. I think he like like the reason why Ben Gordon came up was because he he admitted that he needed fifty or sixty games. Oh, league games on a CV and I think Lackison needs that as well mm-hmm. once, once he gets a couple of seasons in him he's not going to be in Ross County because he's going to be at a higher level as well uh, I I think he's got all the ingredients from what I've seen of him I've, I've, I have been impressed but it's just not quite clicking yet but it'll come uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely certain about that the international break does bring with it a, a good uh, time you know to, to get more training sessions under the belts well, um, and then after that, there's two home games. You know, 
um, in there with Dundee United uh, first up as well, you know, and closer to home and a real chance for County to really kind of build from two games unbeaten in the Premiership. There's there's something to focus on there for sure. And the, the, the Ross County have always looked their best when, when they look extremely well drilled and well oiled. And uh, that that's what that's what this international break does. I've seen pictures on Twitter already today from that looks as if they're at a paintballing session, um, and I think that's the kind of thing that you need because there's a danger of when you get bringing a clutch of new players that there might be little cliques formed. You need the whole squad integrating and being one uh, because that's how you're going to get a team performance. Just finally, uh, Derek. Um Tried to bring in one player on on Saturday night, wasn't able to do so before the transfer deadline. Do we know line. who that is? We don't know. Um, we did kind of we did kind of suggest <laughs> that it might have been Michael Gardine. Yeah, we're still waiting week. for him to come into the show now. But uh, you, you were, who was going to give him a hug? We all Scott, were. Scott, yeah, was, Scott, Scott was. Scott was. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't sign. <laughs> maybe um, that's why Scott's not he heard here. the show and he thought, right, okay, no, no, you know what? I mean? Maybe maybe Scott's in Kilmarnock, Camden <laughs> Park at the moment, uh, trying to get a hug off Michael Gardine. Michael Gardine did go to Kilmarnock. Again, it was just putting two and two together. I think that day that Jackie McNamara said he can go out on loan and we thought perhaps he might suit County. Uh, Derek wasn't able to, to bring in another player. Um, happy enough with the squad that Derek's got at the moment? Yeah, I think I think maybe just a little bit more cover, maybe another forward would would have would have done it because um I think they're a bit light up front with, with the, the reserves being Gary Glenn, Mustafi and Stephen Ross. I think I think there's a little bit of quality there, but but I th- one other player, someone in the mould of Michael Garding would have done it. I I I think I said last week that County need a number ten play, an attacking playmaker style of player, and I think he would have been just the ticket. Um, other than that, the squad's looking pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course it, it it's the you know has to stand the test of time as well because you've got, you know, we're only into the first month of the season. You've got injuries, suspensions that'll. Inevitably come as well, so I think the Ross County squad is is big enough to cope with that as well. But uh, when you mentioned number ten, um, Rocco Quinn, I'm a big fan of Rocco Quinn yeah, as well. Could yeah, he be the man course. to take over that mantle? Well, uh, he could, but but I, I don't think uh, I, he's more of a. I think Derek Allen sees him more of a, of as an of an all action figure. He um, when he first joined Ross County when they were in the first division the, in the title winning season, he was the, the most attacking minded of the central midfielders. And he when when Ross County were away at home, I, I can think of one fixture against Falkirk in particular where he was played behind the, the main striker in place of the, the instead of Garden when Garden was out of the team. And he, he can play that role. He's probably better coming a little bit deeper because he's 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 really built on his endurance and he can he can get into the box late like like Stuart Kettle does. They they work together quite well when they've got someone like Britain behind them. Um Quinn's good enough to play across the midfield. Um but he's I to be honest, he I think he has I don't think he's hit the, the form of last season. You'll remember the last show that we had last season when we had Paul Lawson on and we were mm-hmm. talk we were talking about our player of the year awards and such and I and I thought that Rocco Quinn was my one and certainly he was the most improved player in the squad. And Paul Lawson agreed and he, he said that among the squad Rocco was the his player of the year. And I can see that and, and I'm a very big fan of him as well. I I think he needs to get some a, a goal that if he scored the from the chance from close range that he had at Easter Road, I think that would have given him a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a chance that I thought it was easier to score. 
yeah. one of them. You know, he was he was only six yards out, and uh, you, you're you're just wanting the net to the burst, but it wasn't to be. But yeah, I think once he gets off and running, he he will have that that confidence. I think you could see the same for a few players as yeah. well. Rocco's got a real strat when he's on form, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think I'm missing that from his body language just now, and I think that's telling. Mm-hmm. But but he's still playing well enough. He's still giving a solid seven out of ten. But we know he's better. So the international break, of course, is coming up. No game this weekend for Ross County. Home to Dundee United the weekend after that. The start to the season has it been everything you hoped and desired? It's not really, has it? <laughs> no, can't say it has. Three three defeats, the two one against Celtic. It, I I on one hand, Ross County did really well to just concede at the, at the last. But Celtic had a lot of chances. They hit the woodwork at least a couple of times. Could have been 5-1. Um, Partick Thistle was 3-1, going down 5-1. St. Johnson was 4-0. Um, the St. Mirren game. St. Mirren game. That we was that much one. better. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ross, Ross County did really well in that game. The the midfield, the, they all did their part. Stuart Kettlewell, just he was magnificent in that game. Mm. Rocco was good and Britain was good as well. Um, uh and the defence looked solid. And the defence has looked solid since. So, um, no complaints from me, really. But it's still a C- minus given the first. Yeah, there's room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly after the, the international break, that's for sure. Uh, on the show, we've uh, started to compile a Ross County dream team. Don't worry, we will be compiling a Ross County worst to live in uh, after this one once we've got our dream team. Uh, so far, we've got uh, Tony Bullock and goals. Uh, left back, Shuggy. Yep. Hugh Robertson and they're uh, delighted that uh, Stuart Taylor uh, put on uh, Twitter that that uh, YouTube video that you guys were talking yeah, about last Scott, week yeah that's right what I watched that was that was great uh, I've watched it 10 times on a Friday that. morning yeah. and Chris Simmerville is a right back we need a centre half partnership uh, a lot of people on touch on Twitter the Jaylender says if it's appearing you need uh, then my two would be Brian Irvin and Scott Boyd two great servants to the club Elaine uh, Porritt has gone for Adam Porritt, I think that's his mum. Gary McDonald says, Boy de Monroe, I think, uh, is the best centre-half partnership. Stuart Taylor, uh, definitely Boyd. Can't decide between Maxwell and Irvin, though. Keddy and Canning were also great servants, all of over 70 appearances. Uh, C. Killy goes for Boyd and Monroe on Twitter. Uh, Craig Lewis says, Ian Maxwell and Brian Irvin. Uh, here we go, Gary McDonald once more. Gary Bissett has come up. And you said it should be Boyd and Monroe. Boyd and Monroe have certainly been a a, a kind of uh, popular partnership on on Twitter. Um, we've, certainly. Got, we've got one more vote apart from mine, Scott. Of course, yeah, Scott. Yeah, who's he going for? Scott's gone for uh, Boyd and Robbie Williamson. Robbie Williamson, Psycho. that's a great shout. Yeah, he was a very good player. Yeah, um, and a great manager as well. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, um, I real missed the game actually. I miss miss Robbie. <laughs> yeah, the 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 game's a worse is a worse sport without him. I think I, I miss most. What I miss most about Robbie Williamson is his um, uh, psychotic stare afterwards. Um, if you ask a question, it might just be to the board, uh, especially after um, Elgin City. It was who I used to interview him uh, after games and. Uh, yeah, let's be let's be honest. It did scare the hell out of me <laughs> uh, dealing with Robbie. But yeah, he was a great player. Um, took no prisoners. Um, certainly on the field. Um, that's a good show, actually. Yeah. 
Well, um, Robbie Williamson, he, I think he's really stopped being a regular about 1997, but he'd made, in the league for Ross County, he made about 80 league appearances until then, and he made more in the Highland League, of course. And I, I think I, I remember him suffering a lot of injuries, and then he, he did fall away into the Highland League again after that. Um, he had a fierce shot on him, he scored one goal in 10 games, which is a great ratio for a for a centre-back. Um, the other, one of the other players, well... We'll go through all the ones that were mentioned. All the, well, the ones that I jotted down myself. I've got six, and Robbie Williamson's one there. Right, okay, I, I, okay. Don't, I don't know who to decide on all. Right, okay. So I think we might have to go with the popular vote. Okay. Um, Brian Irvin's the other one. He he made 119 league appearances for Ross County between '99 and 2003, and uh, incredibly, he's another one who scored one in ten for Ross County. Yeah. Um, in his first season, he scored six goals. He was brilliant in the box. He was such a danger, especially in the lower level. Um, he, he made over 300 appearances for Aberdeen and it's astonishing to think that he, that he was playing regularly into his late 30s mm-hmm. he's an MFR favourite of course of course on the, yeah on the super scoreboard got a, a special place uh, for, for Brian Irvin yeah. uh, um, he's, a, he's a nice big guy and, and I remember him obviously you know from many journeys up and down the A9 uh, covering the commentary games of many the last couple of seasons tea. yeah many cups of tea uh, many stops in Broxton but also many stories um, you know he's kind of shared with me most of them about his 1990 uh, Scottish Cup winning penalty. Oh, yeah. A few about Ross County, even though, in all seriousness, he, he did, you know, from Dundee, um, playing SPL football with Dundee, um, he then went down to the, the second division with Ross County, and it was a, it was a big step for a for a guy who, you know, has, has pretty much played top flight football all, he, all his career. And to go down to the second division, stick with the club, and then, you know, ultimately take them up and... I think that the, the G Lender kind of pretty much sums up uh, pretty much a, a great servant to the club. Yeah, and, he was indeed, and a real kind of classy guy on and off the park. Indeed, can't can't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, moving on to to Ian Maxwell, um, he was a bit of an idol of mine. Uh, two reasons: a the surname, <laughs> surname, I knew <laughs> I was coming. But also that he was a left-footed centre back, which is the position that I want that that I um, try to be. <laughs> for, for in, in during school and growing up, that's that's that between left centre back or left of a back three. That those were the positions that that, that Maxwell excelled at. Um, he made 138 league appearances for Ross County, but only scored five goals. He wasn't he wasn't that he wasn't although he was like six foot three. I th- I, he wasn't really that much of a, a predator in the other box. But he was just a super solid centre back who could, who wasn't afraid to pass the ball out of defence. He was, for for, for the county's level at the time between the between the third division and the second division, he was he was just great. He was he was a playing below his level, I think, and I uh, I I respect him for going back down south to to live. To, to sort of so that he could have a family in the central belt because that was where he was from, mm-hmm. and he went on to have a good career at St Johnson and um, Partick Thistle, and he's now a director at Partick Thistle. Um, I, I went to see a game there. I've been to. I think the last Ross County game I was there was um, at the end of two thousand and eleven, mm-hmm. and uh, I did a podcast with some Partick Thistle fans at the time, and Ian Maxwell took us up into the into the Jackie Husband stand into his little room, and he was just a top bloke, he was so nice, and uh, yeah, he, brilliant brilliant guy, and I'm glad he, he lived up to the, to, the, to the Ross County player I idolised mm-hmm. when I was young. Um, another player was Martin Canning, um, he's at Hamilton now, 
He's mm-hmm. been at Ham- Hamilton for some is time. He's still at Hamilton. He's still at Hamilton. He, went, he was obviously played for Gretna too. Yeah. He had a kind of brief spell at Hibs. Um, a very brief spell at Hibs. Yeah. Well, well, he, he started at Ross County. I think he was 19 when he joined at Ross mm-hmm. County and um, didn't really get a, a look and he got a few appearances here and there and then he joined Peter Head and Lone in 2001 too. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't tell you what he did out back there, but when he got, came back the following season, he was brilliant. He 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 really came of age, and he was consistently one of Ross County's best players mm-hmm. over the next few seasons until he. I think he was one of the first to join the gravy train at Gretna. Ross County sold him for um, sixty thousand pounds. I think he dropped. He dropped at least a division. I think I can't remember if it was the second division that Gretna had just been promoted to, or whether they were still in the third division when he joined. But he certainly dropped mm-hmm. at least one level to join them, and I think there was a few grumbles about him taking the money. But um, but he was a good player, and he he eventually you know he quickly leapfrogged Ross County with his career, um, and he's he's been at Hamilton for some time now, and he's now one of the veterans along with Alex Neal. And he's got he's got uh, he's got Martin Devlin beside him at centre back. He's only about nineteen. Only had a few first team appearances for Hamilton, whereas Canning's had over three hundred appearances for Hamilton. Now I think mm-hmm. um, uh, he's been there for a while because he was playing SPL football for Hamilton. What yeah. th- th- four years ago now? Very good player. Mm-hmm. Very good player. The other two I've got are Grant Monroe and Scott Boyd. Okay, um, Grant Monroe, uh, unbelievable. That he's re- already had seventy six league appearances for Ross County. It seems like yesterday that they just joined. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just over two seasons ago that, that that he made his debut. I remember the first game I saw him was a preseason friendly against Clark, and he looked like Beckenbauer. I like Beckenbauer coming out with the ball. Uh, we don't really see that as much now. He, when he does come forward, he he he's never shy in in in, in trying to pass the ball at the defence. But he he's like. Uh, he's like the 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 Hargreaves character, Mister Strong. He he tends to overhit things. <laughs> That's just his nature. He, he he he. I don't think he knows his own strength at times. I know he was he he made over three hundred appearances for Cali Thistle, and um, one of his tra- signature moves for them was was his long throw, and it's not something mm-hmm. that we really see at Ross County. I think I saw him do it once in his first season at the start. I haven't really seen it since. Um, he he's best when he's a no nonsense defender, and he relishes his his physical challenges against other defenders and and marking them out of the game. Um, but he works best with someone to sweep behind him, like Scott Boyd does so well. Um, and that's why I think he and Scott Boyd make such a good partnership. Moving on to Scott Boyd, he's if you go into the, the Staggy Archive, which is staggyarchive.co.uk, brilliant website. It's a good great luck. resource. Yep. Um, I don't have anything to do with it, um, but it's a great resource, yeah, and, and that's up. where I get all my stats from, basically yeah. just now. <laughs> if that's not obvious. Well, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but but he's one of the coveted. Uh, members of the 200 club so he's made over 200 yeah. appearances he's only made 184 league appearances um, but he he's I think he's he's the longest servant there now um, now that Paul Lawson and Jimmy Scott's left um, I think it was Dick the Barnett Campbell that signed him signed him back yeah. in 2007 Seven, yeah, yeah it would have been because he had him at Partick Thistle and yep. he was one of the few to to fall foul I think he was led, led astray at Partick Thistle and he was disciplined for Something was that not with Steve Fulton and another ex Ross County centre half Andy Dowie? Was he involved in that as well? Yeah, so I believe. Yeah, but but you wouldn't think that 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 Scott Boy could get into any trouble. He just seems so down to earth. (laughs) Nice guy, yeah, yeah, really nice guy. Um, he just gets on with his job, and he he's a model pro. Yeah. Um, 
he, I, I think at the beginning of his time, he he always looked looked as if he could read the game. He 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 tracked well. He covered well. He's he's got good timing in his tackles. I think, but early on, he was he was really lean, and I think he was prone to being bullied by very physical forwards in the mold of someone like Derek Holmes. But he's put on muscle now, and that, mm-hmm. that doesn't really happen as much. I think from your your list of six there, it's quite telling that Monroe and Boyd. They, well, they they they've they're a, they formed a great partnership. Yeah, uh, and and also from those six guys, I think classy defenders is the term that that springs to mind. All of these guys, uh, both as I said with Brian Irvin, both on the park and off the, the park. These guys are are real kind of uh, players to be kind of admired, and also great defenders. I mean, easily. I mean, we could have six of them in our squad. Yeah, you know, if we were talking about a dream squad. Six central defenders. I mean, and that's a bit greedy. <laughs> maybe three or four, but but six. I mean, you'd be you'd be struggling to pick a partnership. Well, who are we picking? Well, I don't know. I I, I like the, the the I like Boyd. I think Scott Boyd is one I, of the most popular th- on yeah, Twitter. I think Boyd is definitely in there. I've sought out a legend as well. I've asked Gordy Connolly if he was picking a Ross County okay. dream team, who he would would pick in his uh, Ross County side. He's gone with Scott Boyd. Uh-huh. Um, and- so he didn't pick a partnership. Oh. Um, but he definitely mentioned Scott Boyd. Yeah. Uh, so Scott Boyd is in there. We were just about to let Gogs have the casting vote as well. Yeah. And I think um, by uh, default, he's our centre midfielder as well. We have to, since we've asked him. No, we'll, we'll discuss it another day. Um, but Scott Boyd definitely goes in there as our centre half, a cult hero as well, off the park as well. That you know the ginger Pelly. Uh, I remember that from the Scottish Cup run with the the guys and the the, the ginger wigs. Yeah, uh, I know a few of them as well from playing football with them as well. They just idolised him, uh, so he he is in there without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Brian Irvin is one uh, who's been mentioned quite a lot as well, and I think those two would would work as a partnership. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think they would work well together. Irvin is more of an A defender, you know. He, yeah. he 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 would be the more physical guy who will who will. Um, take the aerial duels and Scott Boyd's great at sweeping up and I think those two guys probably are two of the nicest guys in our dream team so far but I tell you what you wouldn't want to mess with them on a football pitch that's <laughs> no. for sure Grant Monroe uh, I mean he's a, a, an honourable mention as well I mean I think when you make that that, that crossover from Cali Thistle to Ross County I know that you know there's, there's a nice rivalry there if you want a better term but moving to Ross County was awkward at first from you know having been released by Cali, but he made it look so easy. He just got on with his job, and within you know what a, maybe a couple of games, a couple of weeks, Ross County fans were already raving about him. I think I think it was the, the first forty five minutes against Clark, yeah. as I say, yeah. it, seamless, wasn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely. So Grant Monroe gets a mention, but he's already in the Cali Thistle Dream Team. <sighs> I don't know if we can have him. No, I don't think he would so. certainly be one of the I one think, of the few players. That I think might we need our both. show before their show. Well, that's <laughs> right. Yes, I pick the better players, but I think that, that Grant is probably one of the few players. There is obviously a lot of players who have played for both clubs, but very few would make both. a dream team. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a a nice kind of thing. But I think we're going to go with Boyd and and Brian Irvin. Yeah, I'd like Matsell, but it'll be Irvin. So our back four looks okay then. Yeah, with Tony Bullock and goals. Shug at left back, Chris Somerville at right back, and Scott Boyd and Brian Irvin at centre half. It's a bit of everything, there's a bit of solidity, a bit of flair. It's not a bad a bit of back a four altogether. Rocket shot as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, it, of course, old Shuggy. Yeah. Old, I say, old, he's 
middle-aged middle-aged chuggy he's older than us <laughs> ah, exactly older than us um, next week uh, we'll look ahead to the home game with Dundee United uh, plus we're looking for left-sided midfielders now this is a big question because we haven't really brought this up what formation are we going with? yeah I was thinking that as you were talking a few minutes ago what formation are we going with? I was just going to go classic 4-4-2 yeah 4-4-2 to well, go well, through four two three one yeah, to uh, to to go with the modern day. I'd I'd say go for a four four one one. Right. Okay. But then that just invites Michael Garden to be the the, the well, He's gonna be, he's gonna be up there, isn't he? I think so. Well, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Okay. So left sided midfielders, uh, we're looking for. You can tweet me or uh, at Aldi Boy for your left sided midfielders, or use the hashtag MFR Fan Zone. That's it from myself and John. We'll see you next week. Bye. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again online at mfr.co.uk slash rosscounty. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.